Sometimes you just need a little spiritual guidance to help get your life back together. It can be compared to mosaic art. Many little pieces that come together to form something beautiful. Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Your host is mosaic shaman, Christy Ellen. Christy and her guests are here to ensure that your life is just as you deserve it to be, happy. Now, here's your host, Christy Ellen. Well, welcome to Five Spirits of Life to the Mosaic Healing Gardens today. This is Christy Ellen, the Mosaic Shaman. Wow, there has been a lot going on energetically in the garden and um, in, in my own personal life and the life of my clients. They're still feeling, I think it's uh, the fact that Mercury just came out of retrograde and it brought in a whole surge of energy for the last week or so. There has um, been some some doubt and apprehension that have been coming up. And I know that when that happens in my own personal life, I have come to realize that that means something really big is coming on the horizon. And I want to repeat that. When there is this doubt and this kind of like feeling like I went into a hole for a moment, I know that this huge thing is coming up on the horizon. And as I come back out of there, I'll feel I have a great amount of surge of energy, which then will affect electronic things around me. Now, I, some of you may have that going on, and I just want you to know that you are not alone in this. I've had this feedback from my clients the last couple of weeks, or we've had some errors with misspelling on my end to get things done for e-cards, all sorts of crazy things. And I want to send out a thank you again to Voice America because they stepped up today. An hour ago, we didn't. I didn't have Skype on my end, and my executive producer, Thomas, help me work through that and all the team at Voice America. So when you've got a team behind you that believes in you and is there to help you through those hard times, it's very, it actually it's essential to have that because it, it's what gets you through. And that's what we've been talking about when we've been talking about the four steps that we're going to talk about more today. And as I've told you in the past, I get the opportunity to live out every one of my shows. Every topic that comes over on the radio to you shows up to see if I've got that lesson or I know how to um, work it through in my own personal life. So um, the question today is, have you ever felt that you have had to put on a face to be someone you really are not or fit into a family, society, or social community? Do you find yourself afraid to expose who you really are for others around you may not accept that? So the topic today is taking the mask off, which is about living an authentic and yet at the same time vulnerable life. So there's no accident that all these things were going on and my vulnerability was coming to the surface and whether or not I was going to deal with that or have a meltdown. Um, And everything came together and I feel this immense amount of peace right now with where I'm at, which is surprise with what was going on a couple hours ago. And, and all morning long. So we're here. Everything is working really good. And we are going to talk about this topic today of what happens when you let the mask down. Um, the Toltec, uh, I, I, you know, I trained with the Toltec uh, in 2008. I talked about that in the last show. And I went to Teotihuacan, where man goes to become God, is a place of Toltec training. That is Don Miguel Ruiz's work. And I trained with one of his master students. In Mexico, um, and uh, we walk the Toltec path. And when the Toltec talk about these masks, they talk about we put these masks on to shield who we are. 
we get up in the morning and we we can put a mask on to go out and say, I am a mother, I am a daughter, I am a husband, I am a father, I'm a brother, all these different roles that you that um, sometimes you feel like you need to play in order to be accepted. Now, when you came into your family, you were born into a family, it was already predetermined when you came in what probably religious, financial, and social structure that family had when you were born into that family. That's not something that you came in and said, okay, I'm going to choose that as an infant. And then you were given a name. And then as you grow up, the domestication comes when there is this process of giving you a gift when you do something good, which is praise, or taking something away from when you do something bad, which is disapproval. And that domestication had you follow the format that what was acceptable to the people around you. So there is no doubt that you would create some sort of a mass to be around your friends because that's a different social structure than you were at your home which is a totally different social structure. But now as an adult, and we're learning to live an authentic life, to be able to live in, in our highest inspiration, we get to choose. It's time for you to choose what you want to put out into the future. Who are you really? And the ability to take that mask off and say, I am this person. I am a healer. I am a shaman. Um, I am more than that. I am a spiritual being of light who has a gift to share with the planet of healing. And when you go in and find out who that is you authentically are, the authenticity also requires some vulnerability because in order to be authentic, you have to be able to be exposed. And learning who to expose yourself to and who not to expose yourself to is where inspiration comes in. To... um, take off your mask and to put on this authenticity and vulnerability is going to go into being compassionate and that requires having boundaries. Boundaries are something that some of us were not taught. Those boundaries are what will I accept into my field of energy and what will I not? How do I allow someone to treat me? And as I've said before, no one is going to treat you any better than you treat yourself. You're the gauge of how other people treat you. So that requires to go in, as we talked about last week, taking 100% responsibility for yourself, going in and learning that self-love. And then when you take that responsibility, knowing that you created everything up into this moment, everything, and that you can create everything from this moment on, is the way to be able to be able to be authentic and to be in this place of understanding self-love. Because... If you really knew where you came from, if you really, really knew that you were this divine spirit of love that came from that divine spirit of love, we, we talked to that, about that before. Dr. Dyers would say, you can't take a piece of cherry pie and I give it to you and you and it, it turn it into apple pie. It, it is cherry. And you have come from this divine being of love and light. Going back and finding that is what we have been doing with the four steps of living an enlightened, inspired life. And that is the awareness, which is serpent, the earth sign, the shedding, going in, figuring out what isn't working and letting it go, being willing to say, you know what, I don't want to walk through this world with 20 different masks. It gets confusing. 
for me, it was extremely confusing to know which one to put on, and they all started to blur into each other. And sometimes I didn't act the right way in front of the right people, and then I had to deal with their anger or, or resentment that came back when they didn't appreciate the way I was. So I wanted to be one person, that authentic person that had that awareness to make the change. Then I took out the education, right? The education is our step number two. The education is Jaguar. That is the water sign. The ability to go in and have the courage to find out what works and what doesn't work. To learn how to do something that I want to do next. If I wanted to be an inspired presenter, I went to the inspired people and I can name lists. I have a whole lot of people that I look up to that are on that list of inspired speakers. Then I also hired coaches and I hired people to help me to do that. I, w- I went out and asked them, I like what you're doing. How do I get there? That is the education. Then you have the action, which is hummingbird. And hummingbird is the wind element. And hummingbird is the ability to go in and take action and movement because you can't if you clip the wings of a hummingbird it will die it has to move it has to move and take action and you're going to take those action steps to learn how to implement the changes and then make those changes forward and then we go into support which is eagle condor and eagle condor has that ability to go in and create that fire the movement from the higher perspective. Now, this is also going to require that we have boundaries because you cannot just go out living an inspired, vulnerable life and expose it to everyone or you have no boundaries. And you need to be able to have those boundaries in place that you are protected. So today, when all this chaos was going on, I went ahead and I created... I couldn't get anything I was doing to work on the computer, so I knew that I needed to cleanse. I needed to go sit in meditation. I went to the medicine wheel, and I put those bands of protection around me to create this energy field that I needed to to meditate in. And those bands of protection are something that we're going to do at the end of the show today, um, if our time allows. And if not, you can go to soulhealerspath.com and download that free soulhealerspath.com. It's really important to have those bands of protection. And that's what I did. And then I came in and everything came together and worked. Um, So creating this boundary is the ability to be vulnerable and not go out and expose yourself to somebody who's going to tear you down. Somebody who is going to, as I say, put pearls before swine, when I first started to learn how to be on this medicine path, I wanted to share it with everyone. And there were certain family members that didn't understand it. And they would put me down, and then I would not have the courage to continue on my path. So vulnerability equals authenticity, which means to be exposed, is to look at it as though I'm going to have these boundaries around me. I'm going to know through my intuition who I go to where I go to resources, and who I can tell those stories to. I'm not going out and telling my intimate stories to everyone. That's not what vulnerability means to me. Vulnerability means that I am me. I am authentically me. And I don't care what other people around me think about me. I create a group of people around me that when I get in that hole, 
I can call and they're not going to get in the hole with me and say, oh my gosh, this is a terrible hole. I can't believe you got in it and, and criticize everything around. They're going to come and say, oh, you're just in a hole, Christy. And this is the way we get out of the hole because I can help you see the truth to get out of the hole. And that is living from a place of having the support around me, the people I know that I can go to. So when I'm asking to be vulnerable, I'm not asking you to go out and trust everybody with your stories or trust a stranger with the keys to your house and then come back and say, Christy, I I was vulnerable and I went out there and I got hurt. No, it's the 100% responsibility part of learning to go into your intuition, which is what I teach in soulhealerspath.com. That's what I teach in my Soul Healer Path Life Coaching Program which is at solarhealerspath.com. I teach you the ways in the, to be inspired. I teach you about boundaries. I show you the way to create this self-love and this self-sustainable life then that you can go out and be vulnerable because if you're not vulnerable, you're not going to be open to the emotions of empathy, love, understanding, compassion. Those, those emotions come with being opened and joy. And I don't think you can have open relationships in any level of your life unless you're willing to be vulnerable and to go out. Um, the ego feeds off of judgment, comparison, and criticism. And that is what comes from living a closed life where you're not actually being authentic. So today I'm bringing on a guest who is going to help talk about that. She's got a program that prepares participants to learn more about who they are and their road ahead. Her name is Joanne Smith. She's a Salt Lake medium. She feels deeply about her life calling as a psychic medium and spiritual life coach. From a young age, Joanne has experienced the voices, presence, and stories of the deceased. Psychic and medium gifts have been in her family for generations. She shares these gifts during individual sessions and spirit connection events, where she helps others to, to come to closure by sharing the messages from their loved ones. Now, I did say that she's a psychic medium. She has, however, asked me that today's conversation be about how she got on this path and what she's doing in the world to make a difference. We will not be taking any callers to do mediumship today. She will give you a connection to her website. That is her wishes, and I honor those. And I hope you'll stay with me because we're going to bring Joanne on next. And we're going to talk more about living an authentic life and taking the mask off. Thank you. This is Christy Allen, the Mosaic Shaman. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Being Here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss Being Here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane, right here on the 7th Wave Network. Are you a spiritual seeker? Have you always pondered the deeper questions in life? Have you looked at many spiritual paths and found some answers, but are looking for more? The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse, brings you each week practical spiritual teachings and tools that promote self-mastery, higher consciousness, and the opportunity to connect with the Ascended Masters. Join Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy as we explore the universe of spirituality. Live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the 7th Wave Channel. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. 
We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This is Welcome to the Mosaic Garden with Christy Ellen. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you may send an email to healingart.kp at gmail.com. Now, back to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Welcome back to the Mosaic Garden. This is Christiane, the Mosaic Shaman, and I have my special guest today, Joanne Smith. She is a Salt Lake medium, and I'm very excited to have her here as we're talking about living an authentic life, which is one of the things that she teaches in her um, program, Inspired Your Soul's Journey. Welcome, Joanne. Thank you so much for having me, Christy. I appreciate it. I'm excited for today, so um, I think we'll um, have a lot of listeners that will get some benefit out of the conversations and hopefully move a little bit forward in their lives, on their life path. Excellent. Um, I like that we um, we have some common interest in wanting to create a better world. And there, I'm, the more of us out there, the more the world gets to shift into this place of healing. I, I was looking at your story and it said, I never imagined being a psychic medium as a, for a career. I, I truly knew this was my calling in life. I have such a passion to help people and I'm blessed with this very special gift. So has it been easy to have that gift, Joanne? Um. Absolutely not, but it's been very rewarding. So, um, you know, it, it hasn't been easy. I started seeing spirits when I was about five years of age, and I understood at the time because my family history, my grandmother was very intuitive, and um, she was a very gifted reader. Um, so, to me, I didn't embrace the gift until five years ago because you actually, just like in anything, any of our callings in life, until we learn how to really fully embrace ourselves, and our gifts, um, we don't live it to the potential. And I actually get to live every day with my passion. So I get to work with um, people that I just love. I get to meet thousands of people all over in different cities and states and absolutely love what I do. So, but is it easy? No. <laughs> it's I like rewarding. that. So <laughs> I love it. And I, you know? Yeah, I like that you'd share that because taking the journey into living an inspiring life is not easy, but as you said, the rewards are so worth the effort that you put forward. It is. Just to watch somebody's life change, whether it's a little child, whether it's a grown adult, whether it's parents, you know, somebody, the mediumship, if, if they've lost a loved one and the child comes through, you know, nothing can replace that moment that you're bonding with those people. And it, it's a beautiful gift that spirit still gives. And I do believe that um, spirits are near us. They're just on the other side of the air to me. Yes, I've, I've, um, you were talking, I felt that with my grandmother and people I call in when I need them around. When you were talking about your grandmother um, ha- had uh, the ability, the gift of, of being able to, to read tea cards and, or tea leaves, excuse me, and um, 
move through this, my grandmother would go to have these readings done and she would take me as a little girl and I had to swear to secrecy that I would tell no one in my family that I went with her. And when we went in, and this this was back, you know, 40 years ago, um, even longer than that, when we go in, there'd be this room and it was kind of it was kind of spooky to me, and, and then there would be a crystal, really a crystal ball on the table. Tell me the difference. Let's talk about clearing those myths that people okay. have about what it means to be psychic and a medium. Because back in those days, it was a secret. I love now that people are talking about it. So share with me and my, and well, my we, listeners. We have so many great um, teachers and healers in this world that have actually opened up um, that forum so that people do not look at it as the crystal balls and things like that. My grandmother actually never did it for a living. She just did it to try to help people periodically just at the kitchen table at her house. So I wasn't brought up with that, but I do know that that myth, um, a lot of myths, they exist. Um, You know, uh, some of the great uh, spiritual teachers, uh, medium, um, psychic medium teachers, James Van Prague, he's been doing this for like 35 plus years, I believe. Um, You know, an amazing Gentlemen, I have not met him. I've listened to his teachings. Um, you know, they they were more starting the forefront front of what's going on um, in the world today. So uh, you hear Teresa Caputo. A lot of people know that name. You know, um, she's funny. She's exuberant, and she she heals a lot of people. She brings a lot of closure to people. Um, you know, and some of it is laughter too, because it's not all sad. Um, so you know, even if somebody passes sometimes they come in with their personality so it shows different things like that so we've had um like i said i could list a whole lot of um psychic medium spiritual medium people that have done an amazing job of bringing us to where we are today to where it's more open to people and also i want to say people sometimes come to a show because i do spirit connection live events and people come to a show a lot of times not knowing what to expect which you understand as the medium um some of them come to go, I'm just going to see what's going to happen. And then when they actually get a message or a reading during um, the event, sometimes I stop my event and say, you know, because they're, um, they're crying. Uh, it's very traumatic. It's very, it's so much a blessing. But they're like, what just is happening to me? So, you know, there's an opening, there's an awareness. Even if somebody comes to an event and doesn't get a reading, to watch the looks on the faces of many people in the audience and to feel spirit at the time. Um, I think it's a great healing point for so many people. And um, that's why that's why people are looking into how can I move my life better. And it's not always, I'm a psychic and a medium, and they're two different things. A medium channel, somebody that's passed over, and a psychic can kind of see into the future a little bit. But I also believe very strongly, and I say this all the time, we create our own beautiful journey. Yeah, I have a lot of gratitude for those who went ahead and paved the road for me to be able to now say I'm a shaman. And I even a few years ago, people were telling me around me, don't tell people you're shaman because they'll get a, a little scared of that. And now people are starting to understand these words so to be psychic, to be a medium, to to um, be intuitive, um, the, uh, you know, yogis. All these are common words and, and shamanism is still kind of a fairly new one, but it it's moving into that world as well. The ability to see into somebody else's pain and, and help them get through that. That is such a gift. And and so um, am I hearing, I want to know how well received this is becoming for you when you go out in the public. So, the, so my listeners know 
that this shift is is bigger than just you and I on the radio. Oh, definitely. Um, and you know, and there's thousands of other healers out there, and some big events, and big shows, and some private reads and group reads. And you know, it's not for everybody. So I tell that to people. You know what? If if it resonates to your soul, have a reading done with somebody. Um, there is a big shift out there, and whether or not people are really even thinking about it. I just came back from a work trip in St. George, Utah, and, and just sitting around the fire pit, every single person that sat there, I never um, will intrude on their privacy, but I'll ask them if they want a message when a spirit comes, or even if it's something about their lives. So, um, and if they're open to that, then I give, deliver that message. But every person that sat with us that night got a message. Um, and so, even they may not have been opened up to it because nobody opened them up to that before. And it's just amazing when they embrace, oh, my gosh, this is a new point of life that I can look at, you know. It's a new way of thinking um, to some. To some, it's not. Um, some are just have felt that way and never spoke about it, and they're coming out. But um, there's a lot of groups that are doing amazing work that are pulling people um it's just energy, and it's just the energy working world. And if it radiates to your soul, I say, you know, follow your own passion with it. So, so how would um, how would you um, what, what advice would you give to someone about how to know when someone's real or not? Because they're they're like in anything when there's something good out there, there's the opposite of that. So there are char- char- charlatans out there. Um, I I wouldn't have you on my show if I didn't know that you were so authentic. Um, how would our other listeners know how to find that? Well, I you know I think not just with that um, with that question. It's not just with with that. It comes with your life. You have to embrace whatever reaches your soul, and that's why I try to teach people: trust your instincts, trust your intuition. You have to embrace whatever radiates with your soul, whether it's a job that you're applying for that you, you know, do you want it? Do you not want it? Um, You know, not just about mediumship or seeing somebody. And I say to every single person at the beginning of a show or at the beginning of a reading, an individual reading with somebody, take whatever resonates with your soul and leave the rest of it because you will know or you will not know. And part of us being our authentic self is learning how to what I try to help people is learning how to own who they are. So in my Inspire Your Soul's Journey seminars, you know, own who you are. Learn how to trust your feelings. Learn how to open up. Sometimes it's about intuitive workshops. Sometimes it's about empowerment workshops. So learning how to trust that inner soul that we all have. We all have a sixth sense. And just learning how to embrace and trust what works for us. What works for me may not work for you. And that's okay. That's what makes us different. But when people have a want or a need to want to see somebody and see how it feels, I get skeptics that come into the shows, skeptics that come into private reads. It's it's okay with me. They leave usually. I will say some people in five minutes are crying their eyes out going, oh, my gosh, what just happened? Um, You know, that's spirit. So I give all the credit to spirit. Because spirit is there to heal them, whether it's about a loved one passed over or whether it's about their life going forward. Um, sometimes it's not even about spirit. Sometimes it's about their journey in life. Wonderful. So I think that, it's um, about us opening up awareness for people to 
to learn how to trust themselves and giving them the tools, the emotional toolbox. Mm -hmm. Um, And like you talked about, the mask, taking off the mask, taking off the mask that a lot of other people have put on us. And that, yeah, that comes from living in a place from inspiration. So you are listening to your intuition and you know when to take it off and when not to. And that's something everyone has inside their personal guidance and compass. And, and I love that you're out there showing them how to find that compass. This is what I do as well. And and that and that ability to find that compass. And, and I, I say, I remember when I started the show, people would say, well, why will you bring people on that are doing what you're doing on your show? Because there's so many paths up the mountain. And I will reach certain people that want to go this certain way, and somebody else will reach someone else. And we're all doing the same thing. We're all climbing the mountain to the same path. This brings me to under, to ask you about your journey. Share with me how you got to be where you're at now. Well, um, all of it actually, yes, spirits were there all the time, but um, and I did shut it off for about 30 years, but my sister actually um, was my person that pushed me into doing what I am doing nowadays. So five years ago in June, she wanted to connect with our mother. She had um, gone to a world-renowned a psychic medium who was amazing. Um, and in the audience, she did not get a message from my mother. That was passed many, many years ago. And at that point in her life, she just needed to communicate with our mom. And But with the, the amount of people that are in an audience, not everybody will get a reading. And then she called me up and wanted to know um, if our mother was okay. And I told her, absolutely not. I cannot tell you. I wasn't being rude. I just was able to shut this off for about 30 years most of it, it still never went all the way away. Most people want to embrace their gift. They want to open it up. What I was seeing was not an easy um, daily life for me at that time. I was not mature enough to handle the gift that I had. So I had to grow into my gift. Um, Sometimes age, you know, I'm not 20 any any longer. So sometimes with (laughs) age, we grow into our gifts. And I'm able to handle what I go through on a daily basis. Nowadays, spirit is seven days a week to me. And okay. so, but it was a matter of understanding it. And so I have no training as a psychic medium. I just listen and I listen really well. Um, and I get shown things by my spirits and my spirit guides. I have two spirit guides. So I listen to them. They show me things in the same way. I call it spirit language. To me, that's what it is. Um, my cousin was deaf, and I tell everybody the story. My cousin was deaf in California, and she did sign language. To me, it's the same thing. Spirits just show me the same way all the time, so I know how to read somebody. Okay. What well, What do you do and for it, self-care when you were talking about this, uh, what it takes out of you, and, 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 and what, what are you doing to take care of yourself for self-care so that you can continue to work at this energy pace? Because when we work in energy, it does do something to the vibration of our physical body. It does, and it does affect it. And to tell you the truth, I believe spirit has gotten me to the point where I'm at because I think it's kind of um, not humanly possible to have done what I've done the last few years with the go, go, go (laughs) all the time. Uh So, um, you know, to me, I feel like I get energy from spirit. I feel like it was a journey that I had to go on. Um, I was going all the time. One year, I only took seven days off the entire year. So... um, and, you know, so I just think that spirit kind of lets me know. And now, as with everything, we start drifting into different areas that we're going to, that we're going to go into. It wasn't just, it started with um, 
personal readings, which we didn't even call it a reading for like four months. Um, and I just donated my time for two years. I, I didn't um, collect any funds for that. I was just trying to help people move forward. After I met with my sister, she called me about a friend of hers. So it really started um, in a way that it really shouldn't have started. It was just a path that I was supposed to go on. So I look back at it now, and it's like a domino effect. I, I chose, somebody else chose a path for me, and I kept following it. And, um, and then my sister told me to get a business license to do this and also told me to go get, um, you know, she's, she's the one that started me with the shows. She booked my first show. And I told her I'm not going to do that, and she booked it, and, and she's just pushed me the whole way, to tell you the truth. So there's only the two of us. Um, yeah. But it, it is a lot different than where it started, and now I know the classes help people. I know the Spirit Connections help people that after the first one. You start seeing the, the awakening of so many more people in that shorter period of time that you can touch, and, and um, they can embrace, even if they don't get a message from a loved one, they can embrace spirit because they feel it, and um, it changes their lives, even if they don't get a message. So then you look at the bigger picture, and, you know, we're yes. always evolving. We're always changing. Um, it's, it's just that I love following my path, and, and I love to watch people follow theirs and be very successful at it, and, and I think that's part of our journey is to um, have people aware of, of where they're going and what they're doing. So, yeah, and some of us... Why- living their life with intention. That's right. Purpose. Oh, we, we, you know, sometimes when we get on that path, um, it becomes a quantum leap, and it, it moves very rapidly. And it, I, I know by my own experience, it feels like something outside of me is moving me. And miracles do happen. There's no way that I could create what's gone into my life if I would have been in charge with it. So I like what you're sharing that um, that something greater and higher than yourself had a purpose for you. And move that forward. Do you think that everyone else can go in and find their own connection to their own inner voice and, and listen to spirit themselves? I believe everyone has, um, and I love this question, by the way. Thank you. Mm. I believe everybody has an intuitive um, sixth sense. It's whether or not we're open enough to follow it and learn for it. I will not say, um, I believe people can get more intuitive if a loved one passes to pay attention to the signs that they leave you. I believe there's a lot of intuitiveness um, out there. I believe some people can connect and, yes, and hear things or be taken to certain places. Meditation is an amazing gift we give to ourselves, I believe. Um, and it opens up five years ago. I never talked about meditation. You know, it's amazing. The journey has moved me so forward in, in my my place where I'm at. Um but I am not going to, I will not ever say that somebody that's lost somebody can actually see or hear their loved ones. You can feel it. You can maybe get signs. Um, but I'm not, like, there's times that I see somebody in the full physical force, in their full body. I'm not going to say no matter how much you try that you always can. I think that would be wrong of me to do that. I believe we can get intuitive enough to where, you understand there's signs given, and a lot of the people end up hearing um, their loved ones or end up visiting with them through meditation, which is an amazing gift, something that yeah. they maybe didn't think they could do, they can do. But I, I think we're all um, intuitive. I do not believe everybody 
um, has the ability um, to to channel everybody, if that makes sense. Uh, sometimes I think people are too close to the subject they're working with too to to be able to do that. And I agree with that. I I know that there I don't know I do not have the gift of mediumship, but I can help intuitively get into where I need to go. I will be on a bus in here. This person is someone you should talk to. This one shouldn't. I, I hear that it's it's more of like a knowing. And I know that you yes. listed on here there were some different um, abilities to hear in different um, forms, like there's clairaudient, clairvoyance. I, there were some I didn't even know. And it, it looks to me like you can do several of those that you wrote uh, down. Yes, when true? I said yes Comment. to my sister, I just embraced it. Um, you know, a lot of people ask me what happened um, five years ago when I finally said yes to her. I just embraced it, and I knew by my spirit guides they let me know that I wasn't going to be able, I would not be able to shut this off. Um, and But it came in differently to me than what I had when I was back in my late teens. Um, it, the gift came in differently, and um, I think it's just because I had the maturity factor of being older and living life and could handle it better at that time, um, you know, to be able to do that. So I can feel, hear, see, taste, touch, or smell. Um, and depends on what spirit wants to put me through, that's what I can, those are the senses that I have now. I didn't always have that. I could mm-hmm. see and hear people before. Um, and then something happened and I just embraced it and the rest of it came to me. So I didn't do, you- do a hard look, look uh, researching or anything like that. That's not what happened to me. Um, I think I was, I think sometimes you're given the gift or you're given the awareness to open it up fully. And I do think that other people are given certain gifts so we can, we need to have each other in life. If we did everything by ourselves, there'd be no need for the other person. And since we live in a world of interaction with so many different souls that we're totally connected to, it's important to, to need each other and to be able to reach out to other people in our lives, as as a shaman, I go to other shamans to help clear energy because I really can't clear a lot of energy for myself. That I can get inspiration and I intuitive, but to clear energy, I, I need to work with someone else, which just makes me grateful that I can reach out. You just said a minute ago mm-hmm. something about not being able to turn it off. Is there an ability that you have to turn it off? If you meet someone on the street, do you automatically get senses about them and read them, or have do you have a way to to be able to be open and then closed? Um, no, if it's going to come through to me, it's, it'll come through. I don't go out to try to read into people's lives. I, I don't do that. Um, but to me, if I'm in a grocery store, if I'm, you know, at a concert, if something happens, um, I ask that person, if the spirit is really strong, I will ask that person if they want a message. If I'm flying on the airplane, a stewardess got a message, um, on an airplane, so, uh, and a few people before, you know, so, um, you know, you, it, to me, as long as I ask and don't intrude on their privacy, I can't help it if a spirit comes to me. Um, if it's really strong, that's when I will just ask them if they're even open to a message, and then I will deliver that message, and then I've done what I needed to do, if that makes sense. So whether we're in a restaurant or I was just trying to sit by a fire pit the other night after a show, and um, the day after a show, and, you know, spirit was just all around. So you can't help that. And that's just part of the journey. And, and I think that 
you know, I do embrace it fully. It's just part of what I have to do. And, and I understand it. And I, and I don't mind. I see people's lives change just from getting a small message. And, you know, that's part of what we do. And yes, I can protect myself. I ground myself. I go through my own, um, it's my own grounding that I do before I ever leave my house or if I'm in a hotel room because, because I'm on the road so much. Um, I have to ground myself to protect my energy. And I do that in a certain way. Plus, I use crystals. Um, I do meditation. And before the day of a show, I just keep my energy clear to, me, to myself. Wonderful. That's good to do. This. That's that important self-care. I'm glad you're doing that to take care of yourself. And then, um, so... Looking at living an authentic life, we have a couple minutes before we will be through here, and I wanted to make sure I get to talk about what you do with your clients to help them live an authentic life, and and tell us about your your program that you have here that you um, you you teach with the uh, Soul's Journey. Okay, so um, I have the two programs. The Spirit Connections are mediumship programs. The other one that you're speaking of is called Inspire Your Soul's Journey. I was actually told by spirit that I needed to do that, so I listen. Um, I'm, and also, if I don't listen, I'm going. I will be doing that anyway. <laughs> I'm sure it does that to me. <laughs> so um, I try to help people. Um, so I understand spirit very well <laughs> um, that way. But um, anyway, I try to help them create. Um, you know, we're all here to create our own reality. And our, our, there's choices and there's action that we have to take to do that. First, the main thing that I try to help people with is we, we really need to write those down in a journal. What do we want out of life? What do we want? If you know, if you want to be a healer, what what kind of healer do you want to be? Um, you know, we have to write these things down and we have to define our goals. It's just um, called building a group. You know, everybody else says it too. Building a blueprint of your life. You also need to do that with your um, abilities as your intuition abilities. Um, so whether it's for financial gain for people, you still do the same thing with your intentions on what you want to do for your intuitive souls. And I believe if you write down what you want, and part of taking off the mask um, and being your authentic self is letting go. Mindful meditation is a wonderful gift you give to yourself. Because you can get into your own space. What do you want without somebody else putting their ideas of what you should be doing on you? Let's get to the center of you. Let's focus on you and find out what what's your passions. What do you love to do? And sometimes people don't know their passions. I go to a lot of different towns, a lot of small towns, too, I go to because I, I want to help the people move forward. And, um, and I just love the people there. But... What do you want to do for your life, you know, um, whether it's in business, whether it's intuitive work, and find that passion. And a lot of people say, I don't know what it is. I don't have a passion. When you start writing things down, you will eventually come to what do you like, what do you don't like. You're going to find in between there what you like to do. And to me, it's about embracing those things. Um, and it's, a, it's about doing things in a conscious state and with intention. It's about having a plan when you wake up. Um, when you first wake up in the morning, that's not your best time to, you know, a lot of people love the, the early mornings. I'm a night person. Um, you get a lot done in the mornings if you could be a morning person. But, you know, know what works with your body. And um, I believe the universe will show you 
um, through your beliefs what you want to have come back to you when it matches. When the universe and you match your t- intentions, I feel like you'll know deep down. Yeah. And so it's just a list right. of things going through and trying to build that with, I call it an empowerment toolbox. So there's mm-hmm. certain things that you'll learn in a class that, you know, this, this, and this will help you get to this, this, and this goal. But without that, it's really harder for you to get that. I'm not going to say you won't get to there, but it's harder for you to get without it written down. And without yeah. focus on that daily goal, it's really tough. We, we talk so a lot really on focus your energy on that. And you also have to put mm-hmm. yourself around like-minded people. Yes. So that's a big thing that a lot of people don't understand. You know, we all may have some down times at times, but if you're putting yourself around people that are pulling you down, change your area around you and and learn how to embrace and love it and, you know, not always get pulled into some other people's drama because it's really hard. Yeah, keeps it, keeps so, the support around uh, you. And we've talked a lot about um, writing it down and bringing it out of the subconscious so that you can see it on paper. And you'll be surprised at how many thoughts go through your mind a day that aren't taking you where you want to go. And if you can look at them on paper, then you can go in and rewrite them and change them and put new thoughts together. I so appreciate that. What, yeah. So um, can you tell my listeners where they can find out more about you? Okay, sure, that's great. I, I am on Facebook under Joanne Smith. Also, there's a Facebook Salt Lake Medium. Um, the best way to find out where the events are held are, is to go to my website, which is www.saltlakemedium, and that's spelled out, S-A-L-T-L-A-K-E, then M-E-D-I-U-M.com, and you can go on there and fill out a request for an appointment. Um, I am, I do apologize because I, I, have such a long waiting list, um, but at least it gets you on that list, but it is a few years long. So I, I do want to say that um, the best way to get a, a message would be to come to one of the Spirit Connection events um, if you're looking for an intuitive message or, or one of the Inspire Souls journeys. But that is always updated in, a, in different states, and so it lets you know the dates and times um, that okay. are on there. Plus, you can find out a little bit more about me with that. And then um, there is a mark magazine article that etched magazine um they're out of st george um nevada and arizona and they just did which was very kind of them to do an article um regarding my work and what i do also i'm very passionate about suicide awareness and drug addiction with people so being a psychic and a medium has brought me into another area that i try to help a lot of people um with that and i do a lot of my donation of time for those causes um, and that's something that's near and dear to my heart. So um, and I just try to work with people, and I, I want to save lives and help lives. I want to keep people here on Earth, and I also want to have people embrace the beautiful life that they are given. And each Wonderful. day is really a gift. Well, Joanne, thank you for being here on the show, but also thank you for the things you're doing. And I'm really glad you're doing groups where people can come and listen because um, usually a message that's given in that group can pertain to several people. I've been in, in those groups and somebody's question or their message was answered and it had some form that helped me as well. And I just want to thank you for being here on the planet and for actually stepping into to doing your calling because it's helping so many people. Thank you very much. Well, thank you, and thank you so much for having me on your show. Okay, great. We're going to um, go into a meditation now, and um, 
I would like you to take the form that we do where we sit back and put our feet on the ground because we're going to do the bands of protection, which I feel is really important right now. We'll go through it fast here on the site, uh, on the radio today, because we are limited with time. But you can go to soulhealerspath.com and download this. This is a, a free gift that, that I'm giving to everyone who goes in and, and registers on the site. And it, it's, it's a very powerful gift. So we're going to put our feet on the ground, take a deep breath in, drop in with our breath. The breath is the most important part of calming ourselves down. Just breathing in through the nose, opening up, expanding the belly, and then dropping the breath into the belly. Grounding to the earth, bringing that energy up from the earth into the belly, into the third chakra, which holds our identity. Dropping the energy down from the heavens through the crown with the breath into that third chakra. Moving that energy into your identity of who you truly are, the right that you have to be the divine being that you came to this earth for. Drop into that place. Ground yourself, your feet on the ground. Energy coming up through the earth, down through the heavens, into the belly with the breath. Expanding the belly, deflating the belly with the exhale. I'm going to ask that you visualize coming up from the earth, up top to your belly button, the color of black. This color is the earth element. It's the deep soil for which we plant a seed. That deep soil coming up from the earth to the belly button. Deep black band that surrounds your whole energy field of the soul, the body, and the energy field. And sitting on top of that is the color of the red. It comes right out of the third chakra, right underneath the breast cavity and the chest cavity right there on top of the black. It's this beautiful color of red. This is the element of water. Sitting on top of the black, it is the blood that flows through all of us, the protection of the element of water. With your breath, imagine for it to be so that a color of gold comes out from the heart sitting right on top of that red. This golden color of the sunshine emanating out of the heart. We have the black of the earth, the red of the water, and the gold of the fire sign coming out. That sun, vibrant yellow, sitting on top, calling on the elements to protect us, sitting in this band, And coming right out of your throat, right up into the third chakra comes the color of silver. Sitting right there on top is the wind. Sitting right on top of the black, the red, the gold, and the silver. You're sitting in the swirling color of protection, these bands of protection that come from the earth all the way up into the crown. And then emanating on the top of your crown is this iridescent shell that just comes over the top of all of that. The shell of iridescent light. So you're sitting like in an eggshell and you have black, red, golden, yellow, silver, and the color of iridescent white over the top. These are the band of protection the armor of God that has been talked about in so many sacred scriptures. And as you sit in this place, 
You can feel the inspiration of spirit speaking to you, that divine intuition of who you divinely are, your divine birthright to be who you are, to be an individual that goes out and lives an authentic life, an inspiring life. You can pull those colors in and pat them on your skin, just pat them next to you, touching your body. These bands of protection are extremely important to put on when we're going out in the armor of the world so that our energy is staying within us, that we can live an authentic life. And I want to remind you that we are talking about living an authentic life means the ability to be vulnerable, but not to go out and be totally exposed. The problem is when you believe that everyone and all those around you are your support group, you have to create a support group. You don't go out and tell your story to everybody. But at the same time, you walk in the presence of who you're divinely meant to be by taking 100% responsibility and learning to tap into your inspiration and having those boundaries around you. If you will go to soulhealerspath.com, I will work with you. That's what my life coaching packages are about. They go through the four stages of serpent, jaguar, hummingbird, and eagle, walking through awareness, education, action, and support. And in doing so, I will give you direction and focus and teach you how to hold your boundaries and create an inspired life. So go to soulhealerspath.com for life coaching and step into the miracle of living an inspired life today. I so appreciate my guest that was on today. And next week, I will be bringing another inspiring guest. His name is Christopher Dolphin. And he is coming on with his partner, who is a filmmaker. And they are going to talk about cleaning up the earth. They have created this beautiful video. And that video is about... I believe her name's Nina. I apologize. I didn't have it written down here. Christopher and Nina will come on and talk about this video they made with these children in Indonesia about cleaning the trash up out of the sea to keeping a beautiful, clean, and inspired earth. This young couple, 23 and 28, are the millennials. And I love bringing the millennials on the show because they inspire us what they're doing to change the world. So listen next week for... Um, to, to this group that's coming here to talk to us, this couple, about cleaning up the earth and living in Pachimama and sacredness. And um, they have a YouTube site that will connect you with. If you go look at the e-card, you'll be able to see that and see where they are and where to find out about them. And go check out, again, Joanne Smith at um, saltlakemedium.com. Thank you for listening today. I look forward to listening to visiting with you tomorrow. Live an inspired life this week, and we will see you again. Again, I'm on every 12 hours. Listen again, and I'll see you next week. Namaste. Thank you for listening to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Christy Ellen hopes that you will join her on another journey next Tuesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel.